cliffcentral.com. It is time for It's Going to Be Okay with Dr. Hanan Bushkin, who's a renowned psychologist. He's also the head of the Anxiety and Trauma Clinic in Johannesburg, and he's our resident psych in the mornings on a Monday. He is here today to talk to us about something that uh, we received from someone who listens to us, Claire. She sent us an email, and she'll tell us the story in a minute, but she said she wants to make, I'm going to just cherry pick a piece of this the email that Claire sent me. I want to make a conscious attempt of focusing on what I can control and taking everything a step at a time. I'm 16 and a senior, senior level gymnast. I recently did a testing trial to assess my skill set and everything went well except for one particular thing. So let's talk about this because this is really about how you overcome mental blocks and what you can do about those mental blocks. So let's get Claire on at the same time as uh, Dr. Hanan. Hey doc, how are you? Hey guys, how are you? Good, nice to see you. And uh, here is Claire, everybody. Meet Claire. How's it, Claire? How are you? Hi, everyone. I'm good, thanks. How's everyone doing? Good, good. First of all, hey, Claire. Um, yeah, congrats on, on all the stuff you're doing with gymnastics. That's not an easy thing to do, and it Thank requires you. enormous amount of discipline. And I'm always impressed with people who are you know, doing things at this, at this kind of level that you're doing them. So well done on that front. Thank you so much. All right, so It's t- a very... Yeah? No, carry on. No, no. It's a very? It's a very mental thing to be disciplined about, as much as it is physical. Absolutely. All right, so tell us, first of all, what you do, and then and then why you wanted to talk to Dr. Hanan this morning, because, you know, these days, all the sports people who are really at the top of their game in the world, they all have, like, a, a, a coach, physical coach, and then most of them have got someone who also helps them with mental coaching. Yeah. So I'm training three, four times a week mm-hmm. and I'm training three to four hours at a time after school and everything. And it's, I don't know, you're constantly working. And when you're in such a competitive sport, and if you're in any sport, you realize um, that the only goals you should be setting are personal goals. Mm-hmm. to overcome and when you can't achieve those personal goals it becomes quite like daunting and upsetting because of the fact that like you know it's something you said for yourself that you think you can accomplish and then it doesn't happen and mm-hmm. you don't know how to overcome that and um and then you can be very hard on yourself and you actually just you lose focus completely and it starts to unravel at some point so doc yeah. is this some is this something you get from a lot of people i mean you've got patients who you treat yourself you've got lots of people in your extended circle who deal with maybe professional sports people is this something you've come across quite often so i do work with some top athletes and um they're the top athletes in their 20s um sometimes even early 30s it's a very highly pressurized type of environment because you're dealing with ultra competitive ATOPS personality and you're constantly competing against them to win and to get the goal and to get faster and to get bigger and to get stronger. So it's tough for somebody that has the emotional maturity of a 20-year-old. Can you imagine the how stressful it is for somebody that's still at school or at 16 years old? So, Claire, the pressure is immense and you must learn to manage the pressure. Otherwise, we tend to burn out. And perhaps I'll mention a couple of things to you that might be of use. I know you discussed something that um, 
that is very relevant, which is the mental blockage. How do you undo or how do you overcome a particular mental block? So first of all, I'll mention there's three things that I want to mention to you that that is going to be valuable. First of all, the the pressure that you are going to put on yourself, you must learn to set realistic and specific goals for yourself. And the reason why you have to set specific and realistic goals for yourself is because the moment you're going to be competing against somebody else, it's very difficult to feel good enough. So you must always be competing, but against the better version of yourself. Uh, the moment you're competing against somebody else, there's always somebody faster, somebody taller, somebody that does maybe a better move than you. There's, you'll never, the, the height of or the, the best way to destroy your self-esteem is through the comparison to someone else. We must compete. Mm. And at 16, at 14, at 20, at 25, at 100, and 28, we must compete, but against the better version of ourselves and with our own, with our own self and our own realistic goal. But the only way that you can compete with yourself is if you set yourself personal, realistic, specific goals. The second thing that I want to mention, a lot of athletes say to me, and a lot of people say to me, Hanan, how do I not feel stressed? How do I actually release the stress? And my answer is as follows. The moment you value something in life, you're going to be stressed about it, period. Hmm. You can't value something and not feel stressed. So if you're going to value something, you're going to feel stressed. So I value my kids. I'm going to be stressed over them. I value my work. I'm going to be stressed over it. I've got particular things that I compete myself with, with myself on. I'm going to value it. I do value it. And I'm going to feel stressed over it. There's no ways of not feeling stressed. As a matter of fact, if you don't want to feel stressed, then stop valuing things. And if you stop valuing things, let me tell you what happens. You get depressed. So you have to value things in life, and therefore stress is going to come up. The question is, how do you manage the stress? How do you manage? So it's not about not feeling stressed, but rather how do you manage it? And to overcome mental blockage, Claire, I want to offer you one particular piece of advice that will be valuable. I mentioned this a couple of times. If you listen to the show, listen to me speak. The brain is a very, very complicated and kind of a supercomputer. It can work out really deep calculations. But at the same time, it's very primitive and dumb. It can't do two simple things at the same time. If I ask you, Claire, to spell your name backwards and multiply 7 by 2.3, at the same time, <laughs> you can maybe work one of those at, at, <laughs> um, at one time, but do two things at the same time and your brain goes into an error mode, yes. which is really, really interesting because we can use it to our advantage. Your brain can't focus on two simple things at the same time. So it can fo- focus on the mental blockage, but it can't focus on other things, or it can focus on other things but they're not on the mental blockage. So I'll give you an example. When I deal, for example, with uh, top golfers and they go, Hanan, I keep on swinging the ball in this way and there's a mental blockage. I've done it so many times, I can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. What we have them do is focus their attention on things that they can control. So you might think, well, what can a golfer control? Well, we boil it down to the very specifics, even the way that they hold 
the grip. So we make them focus on the pressure of holding the grip, how their fingers feel around the grip, how their shoulders are turning when they make the swing. Can they control that? Of course. And if their mind focuses on A, it cannot focus on B. And what I want to advise to you is that the obviously as a gymnast, there's certain things that you're aware of that you can control. Focus your attention on the things that you can control. Now, you might say to me, but Hanan, the mental blockage is so, it's so intense that I keep on going to what is bothering me. Then what I recommend is that boil down what you can control to its specifics. Make it even more specific. So go back to your sense of touch. How do your feet feel on the ground? Listen, I don't know exactly what you do as a gymnast, but how do your feet, how do your toes feel on the ground? Mm. How does your shoulder turn in a particular way? How do your head turn in a particular way? The point is focus on things that you can control and your brain will naturally let go of the things that you can't control. Yeah. Well, I mean, does that, does that make sense to you? Because it's, it's really, I mean, a lot of this is, is kind of, um, as Dr. Dr. Hanan says it's because you care about the result, right? That's that's why these things would stress anyone out. It's the price you pay yeah. for being good at something and for caring about that's it. That's it, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think it's just you forget to go back to the basics and remember how it feels to do the simple things, which is really helpful. Yes, very good. And that's actually a really great point, Claire, because as you become more advanced in a particular field or in a particular art form or sport, Mm-hmm. Then you kind of are at level 10 and got to remember to focus on level one. What did you yeah. learn in your first class, you know, as a gymnast yeah. and focus on those small things? Because in your first day at the gym, at the, at the, you know, when you did your gymnastics, they didn't focus on doing, I don't know, all these crazy maneuvers and all these crazy moves that you're doing now. They focus probably on the simple things, your stance, your posture, your, the way your head is, is, is leveled, the way your feet touch the ground. And you want to go back to that for a reason, because that is simple and that is something that you can control. Something else I want to add is that, like, so I'm also coaching now and I'm coaching the beginners. And my mm. aim in coaching is to teach, like, these kids what I didn't learn and what I think would have been helpful when I was that age and that level like you're saying, because it really is about the basics. And if you don't know the basics, then there's nowhere to go from there. Yeah, for sure. If you don't know the basics, you'll never get to level 10. And by the way, again, the basics are important in our context because whenever you're stuck at level 10, you can always go down to level nine. (laughs) And if you're stuck at level nine, you can always start at level eight. If you're stuck at level eight and so on and so forth, and at the very least, you've got level one which is a basic, absolutely. And that you can control. And the more you can control, the more your brain focuses on what you can control, the more it lets go of what it can't control. Yeah. That's impressive. So you're also coaching other younger gymnasts. I mean, this is really, this is cool stuff. Um, congrats to you. And I'm, I'm sure that, I'm sure that uh, you know, somewhere along the way, you're also going to hit this aha moment where you're like, oh, the thing that I thought was so hard, I'm now over. It, it happens, yeah. especially when you, especially when you are focused on, on you know getting over that next obstacle which is a very yeah. is a very literal thing it's not just figurative in in gymnastics when you you know <laughs> you're jumping up and you're swinging from things and you you you're spinning around i mean it's an incredible thing to be able to do and that level of bodily control 
is just extraordinary. I, I mean, there, there are probably, uh, apart from gymnasts, I can't think of anyone else who has to be as in tune with the balance of their body, their weight, where they move, the muscle control, the kind of, of, of um, extraordinary physical discipline that we mentioned at the beginning of this chat. So it's, this is just one more level of control that you're adding on top of all the others. I mean, well done to you. It's just, it's incredible. And also I'm glad that you brought this up because although not all of us are specialized athletes, this goes to, to everything doc, this goes to uh, challenges you might have at work, relationship challenges. It's, it's all Mm. the same. You could take Dr. Hanan's advice to you, Claire, and we can pretty much blueprint that across everyone's life. Very much, very much. We all are stuck with something. We all have a mental mental barrier to something in a relationship, uh, at work, financial insecurity or instability. Mm-hmm. So there's always you can always relate the same principle and the same framework, the same blueprint, and copy paste it to other areas of your life. It's the same principle for sure. All right, Claire. Thank you very much for talking to us this morning, and have a good day today. And we'll uh, oh, we'll thank hope. Thank you so much for having me. Well done, Claire. Sure. Keep it up. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm sure you. I'm sure we'll hear we'll hear great things from you in the future as well. Nice to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Awesome. Nice there meeting all of you. Good stuff. That's very impressive. All right, Doc. Um, yeah, <laughs> we got we got a lot to think Hugely about. Hugely impressive. Yeah, for sure. No, she is impressive. She's wonderful. You know, um, this this whole idea of of people. A lot of people put their own obstacles in the way too, right? I mean, I'm, yeah, sure. we, we don't really have time to go into this, but I was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago, and, and she was saying to me that she uh, she's really struggling with this and that and the other. And I suddenly thought I didn't say it to her because she didn't come to me for advice. She was just moaning. Um, I thought you've put a lot of those things in your way yourself, and you don't even realize it. And we sometimes it don't, happens a lot, Gareth. We don't it see this right? a lot. Yeah. It happens a lot. It happens a lot where the truth is uh, the reason why children in, in two, in two seconds, the reason why children coped with this COVID, we've said this before is because they don't see it as an obstacle. They just see it as a, it's a thing that I work, got to work through and work around period. Adults see it. Oh my God. How does my life change? Let me wait for this obstacle to disappear. So they don't work around it or don't work through it. So yeah, adults unfortunately do create these obstacles and just wait for it to disappear as opposed to work around it or work through it. Very good. Nice to see you, Doc, and yeah. have a good Monday and a good nice week. Nice to see you guys. Cheers. You too. Bye-bye. 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 Cliffcentral.com.